statement is going to be feminism is improving the relations between men and women. Oh, wow. No. Oh, okay. So it's a Can I go? <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Glad <laughs> you can go. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, I think feminism um, has worsened relationships because it's made women realize mm -hmm. what the status quo has been. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of women are waking up now to, you know, like misogynistic beliefs and all of that. So it doesn't make it better. I think it's just making it worse because we are realizing that and Unfortunately, a lot of men are not receptive mm -hmm. to those beliefs, those those feminist beliefs that, um, you know, the obviously the tr traditional gender roles and, you know, what a woman can or cannot do, what a man cannot, cannot do. Mm -hmm. um, so, in a sense, it has not. Wait, what was the what was the statement again? <laughs> I'm like I'm like rambling, but I'm forgetting the the key statement. Good. Wait, can you tell me the statement again? Improving the relations between men. Okay. So yeah, I think it improves a woman's like relationship with herself, mm -hmm. but it definitely does not because it's just not like I could just seem like men are just not receptive mm -hmm. to feminist beliefs. They just don't. It's just been so ingrained mm -hmm. in both of them, in both men and women, that oh. Now, okay, I saw the finger. Okay. Before you before you finish, do you think that men are thinking about the extreme feminists or the feminazis? Yeah, yeah. A lot of the times, I think they are because whenever I I, I get into like stupid internet arguments, they're always referring to like the extreme beliefs. It's just like no, feminism just means like we're just human, just like you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just that I don't think they understand that the, the basic beliefs that a woman has her own autonomy, her own agency, yeah. her own, you know, her, she's just her own person who deserves as much rights as you do. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anybody else? I agree mm -hmm. with Jania. That's how you say your name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I have male friends that are constantly going back and forth on with a lot of feminist topics and they do go to the extreme feminazis and stuff like that i have to constantly tell them forget about them because they're making things worse for us because they want to be equal but then they're also the like talking about things that also divide us and i'm just like you're you're not making any sense which is making the men feel like they need to go on the defense defensive about things and i just think uh, again a lot of men aren't accepting the fact that women don't want to submit to certain things they put in society and a lot of them don't take responsibility for a lot of the reasons society is the way it is yeah. they just instead of saying i had this conversation recently with one of my male friends I'm like, you know, men did this, men started this, men did this. Yes, women, um, you know, enforced it later down the line because we were following men. But he was like, oh, no, society did that. Well, who was in charge of society? It wasn't us. It was y'all. So it, it's not really helping the conversation. It's, it's putting men on a defensive instead of having them actually open their ears and listen before they speak they are ready to attack mm -hmm. okay. Antonio, do you think that men being on def the defensive is that because of men or is it because of the ideas that are being presented by feminism itself like do you think men are just being sensitive or do you think that it's the ideas of feminism. I think it's a bit of both. Okay. I think because they're already so programmed to think a certain way, that's where their sensitive sensitivity to a certain topic comes in because they're already their mindset is already made up for mm -hmm. how they were raised. Mm -hmm. um, so based off of that, they react to these 
new findings, quote unquote, by the feminism feminists. So it's it's a bit of both. All right. Thank you for sharing. Anybody else would like to add? Beverly? I mean, I don't want to be polarizing. I don't want you guys to think, oh, this girl, she's on, she's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with everything that's been said. I do think that feminism is definitely hasn't helped mm-hmm. um, relationships, obviously, for reasons that Janaya stated in Taji. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we look back at how feminism started, um, it was mainly inequality. Mm-hmm. We wanted equal rights. We wanted our right to vote. We wanted to be treated equal. We didn't just want to stay in the house. We wanted to be able to go out there in the workplace. So we wanted, as women, we wanted to feel like we could do more than just staying in the house and cleaning and taking care of the kids. And from that perspective, I totally agree. When I think that, but when it comes to feminism now, um, <laughs> one of the things that I think is, is not helping, um, it's this sexual liberalism that exists, um, specifically when it comes to the female. Obviously, I'm not saying that a man can go do one, two, three, four, five, and we're not going to say anything. But I also think that as women, um, we need to <laughs> protect our virtue. We need to be able to try to be as most conservative as possible. Because I do think that as I think I see women as like flowers, as petals. I think that we are fragile. I think that we do deserve and that we need to take care of ourselves. And I don't think that we should be able, we should be out there exploring all this kind of thing. So I think that area of feminism is definitely also affecting um, relationships nowadays. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want you guys to judge me, (laughs) but this is something that I personally believe. Thank you for sharing that. Um, anybody would like to add? I don't know. I'm thinking about Beverly's statement. Jamie's <laughs> <laughs> don't start with me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add? Janine, what's up? Oh, Janine, you have something? Oh. I think she's lost. Janine? I would say I'm going to have to drop off, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, okay. Everything okay? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, thank okay. you for the time that you spent. Okay, this was great. I really hope, I really wish I stayed for the whole entire thing. But yeah, I have to drop off. Oh, you're good. You're but, yeah. Thank you very much for sharing that. Thank you, guys. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. You, uh, Jimmy's, did you have anything? I don't know. I'm just... I'm just interested in this because mm-hmm. um, I mean I have heard that mm-hmm. like you know we want to be able to express ourselves sexually just as much as men right mm-hmm. but I think it's the fact of the acceptance it's like if you like men can talk to other men or they can outright just say how many women they had sex with mm-hmm. and it's like you you might you say something about it, mm-hmm. but it's not taken like, ew, he's nasty. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very I'm trying to find the word. I can't get the word right now. But it's like, like, yeah, like you did that? Mm-hmm. Oh god, like can I get her too? Like in that instance, it's like that. And I don't know, I guess for me it's just the fact that if a man sees a woman that's very open and free with her sex and like her sex life and just wanting to do what she wants to do mm-hmm. they're quick to just jab her and be like oh she's a hoe she's a slut she's mm-hmm. it's, it's always these terms that pop up but it's like you are just as much as a whole a slut just as she is if that's yeah. what you're calling her mm-hmm. um and i think that's where it becomes a problem it's like if i want to do that and mm-hmm. i'm doing it safely and i'm protecting myself in that instance mm-hmm. why can't it be just accepted mm-hmm. like why can't i do what i want to do yeah you know, I, I think that's where it comes into. But I, I, I hear you better. Beverly, share, share something if you're good. If you have something to say, you got. I hear her. You're muted. You're muted. <laughs> this freaking microphone, yo. Um, it's. I, I agree. 
Yeah. I think we, we have a lot of like double standards when it comes to men and women. Mm. We accept certain things from men that we are not, that we don't want to accept from women. But I think like before you asked, like, are men superior to, is that, was that a question? If men are superior to women, right? Yeah. They're not superior, but I think that we're different. Mm. I think that. <laughs> 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 maybe it's because how I've been because I've been raised you know Christian yeah. obviously like if an example my boyfriend or before him whatever if I was to be in a relationship hypothetically and like I asked the guy like how many like have you slept with if the person if he slept with over like 20 25 or like even 10 or even 8 I'm like goodbye you understand? So f- for me, I think like it's just something about being a female, being a woman, that men don't have that. I don't think we're superior, but I think there's something like an essence that we have that I think it- it's not destroyed by the amount of men that you sleep with. But I also think that it's something that needs to be protected. I don't even know how to explain. I don't even know what word to use for that. But I think there's something about us. I mean, my mom always tells me, like, if there were, imagine, like, the world without females, it would be an ugly world. Like, we bring, like, color. We bring, we bring, like, we bring joy. So I think that because of that and because of what we bring, we need to, like, you know, I don't know, conserve ourselves. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. No, you're allowed to have your opinion. It's it's good that you're sharing with that because we don't want everybody like oh like to seem like they're thinking the same way. It's I feel like it's also a part of feminism to like be allowed to think what you want to think without enforcing your ideas onto people. But if you want to, you know, have the freedom to live black the way you want it, I feel like that's the essence of feminism in itself. But that's an important thing that you're sharing. Thank you. I'm pretty sure you will find a lot of people who think the same way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, Naya, did you share? No. You want to? You good? You don't have to. It's fine. I'll share. Um, honestly, oh gosh. <laughs> feminism has changed so much. So it's like, like we always think of the wrong idea when people think of feminism. We don't think of the first idea, which is what they wanted, which was for women and men to be treated equally, mm-hmm. given the same amount of pay to be able to work in the male dominated industries. Mm-hmm. So I think um, now the idea kind of changed. So now they're really thinking, oh, women are better than men. That's what the feminists want. Like, yeah. no. So mm-hmm. I think it is like diminishing the relationship between men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it just comes with education. Like, if you really learn about what the feminist movement was about and how it changed and why we should change it back to the original mm-hmm. of it, then we'll be able to improve the relationship between men and women. That's just a little bit what I was on and on about this. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to move on to the next one. Um, Having children is a necessary achievement in my life. That's the key word, necessary. People are starting to look at me like. Okay, Taji? I'm sorry, repeat that. Having children is a necessary achievement in my life. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so the people, okay, so you're middle, Beverly? You're in the middle? <laughs> Okay, gotcha. So since you agree, you can go first, Jimmy. Um, I don't know, and I'm I'm being very transparent and I'm being very honest. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't know. I mean, I work with children. I love children. Um, and I really want to do have kids of my own. I've been talking about this since college, you know. Um, but I think, and I'm thinking about our conversation that we have, and mm-hmm. I was expressing to Ahmed that not or like not being able to bear children Mm -hmm. would make me feel like I wasn't a woman Mm. um and I think it depends on like how you're raised and the people you're around um or like what you want in life like I want children 
Um, and I think that's what's the big factor of making it necessary in my life. Like mm -hmm. I want my legacy to go on. Mm -hmm. um, I think about the future a lot. I think about death a lot. Like I think about those things mm -hmm. a lot of the time in my life. And mm -hmm. I think that's why I find it necessary um, for me to have children. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, Beverly, since you were in the middle down. I don't I don't find it necessary okay. five years ago if you would ask me I would say I mean I don't find it necessary but I think it's still good it's like it would be a good thing mm -hmm. five years ago I would give you I would just say no <laughs> like I don't want kids I don't I don't want to deal with that because the society is going to shambles and I don't want to bring a kid into this world like it is right now. Mm -hmm. And I know that mothers, they worry so much about their kids. It's just like, I don't, like, like I, I have anxiety issues. I don't want to bring a child and I'm like, oh my God, where is my kid right now? Oh my God, COVID. Like, imagine how women that were pregnant felt during COVID. Just imagine that. They were probably, like, scared because they, they don't know what the hell is going to happen. Pardon my word. But I do, I don't think it's, it's a necessary thing, but I do think that it, it's, it's an essential part of being a woman, like Janice was saying. I think that <laughs> it's a function that we have, that we were given. And if you have something, it's for a reason. Mm. So I, just because of that, I was like, <laughs> so if you want to have kids, go ahead. I don't think it's necessary, but if you think you must, if you want to, you would like to go ahead. <laughs> All right, thank you, Reverend. Naya, Taj, you guys disagree. What's going on? So, um, I, I tell everybody this all the time. Like, I do not want kids. <laughs> don't bring kids near me. <laughs> like, I'll be the cool aunt, but I'll never be someone's mother. I'm not gonna say never because it probably won't happen. But I really don't want that for myself. Um, I just don't think. I would be able to raise a child the way I would want to. Mm. Like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm not mentally ready or I don't think I would ever be mentally ready to have a child and instill the things that I want to instill in that child. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't, I don't see that for myself, sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you got anything to that or you're good? Um, probably told to my friends as well yeah. yeah forget it if you see me pregnant the world is coming to an end <laughs> but <laughs> um I was really against it for a good while I'm still like it's not a thought in my mind right now mm -hmm. um maybe down the line I'll be like oh you know I want to pass something on keep my bloodline going <laughs> maybe I'll have one or two but it's not something that's a necessity to me. It's not on my mind. It's not something I think about. I was never one of those people that picked up baby names. It's not a thing. Um, I can tolerate children, but if I have the opportunity not to be around them, I will definitely take that opportunity. <laughs> I, I don't think I have the patience to raise a child as of yet. I'm going to say that as of, as of yet. I don't have the patience. I have a puppy. I have a dog. And just taking care of that dog alone lets me know. Get yourself a pet. That's what you need. A little furry pet, like a dog, not a cat. Get a dog. Damn, they are, no, they are babies themselves. So if you're able to take care of a dog and, do, and have patience for that, they're fur babies. If you have patience for that, you know that you can take care of a child. Okay. Naya, how are you, how you feeling about uh, Taji's answer? You, you have a dog. Can you relate to that? I got, I got Prince in November, and he's still driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually sleeping right now, which is like the most <laughs> ever. But, yeah, that's, that's also, that's a good idea. <laughs> I know for sure, like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do kids now, because he's a pain in my ass. <laughs> Got gotcha. you. Oh my gosh. Right. I feel you, girl. I have a dog who needs me to hold him every 10 minutes. Damn. No. He does not. Like, every time I leave the room, he cries. I just don't understand. I don't know what to do with this dog. But <laughs> I'm just like, 
I'll talk to you when I want to talk to you. Not right now. <laughs> See, that's a baby. They need your attention constantly. Mm-hmm. I ain't got the time. I really don't. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so funny. Because <laughs> I don't have a dog, but I have a cat. <laughs> but I work with kids, so I got the patience. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you for joining, ladies. We can move on to the next statement, which is... Well, for the people who said they don't want children, but think hypothetically. I will raise my children differently depending on their gender. Nope. Okay. Beverly? Okay. Since you agreed, Beverly, you can go first and then we'll move down the line. (laughs) All right, all right. No, 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 no. Go, 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 go. Um... I would raise them differently because I would want them to behave the same. I don't know if you get that. Um, So I think that because of the society that we're living in, Mm-hmm. We have so many different ideologies, so many different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And it's like we have to um, reprogram ourselves and reprogram our children. So the things that we would tell the, the little girl, we are trying to make that different. The things that we should would, we would tell a little boy, mm-hmm. we're trying to make that differently. So that's why I'm saying I would raise them differently. Mm-hmm. Because if, let's say I have a girl and a boy, mm-hmm. like now I have to tell her, it's okay like you you don't need to depend on a man you should like it's so like you should be whatever you want to be and to the guy i'm gonna and to the boy i'm gonna tell him you need to respect and then for the boy i'm gonna have to tell him like you need to respect women to respect women you need to be doing this differently you need to be doing that so like i don't know how to explain it but they would have like it would have to be different so that they could be like the same ones they like reach society i don't know if you jimmy do you understand like what i'm trying to say are you trying to go against society's ideologies yes so it's like correct what they're maybe learning from the outside exactly can be good human beings which is the same both genders or like any gender not any gender can be just a good human being at the end. Of the do you, do you like? Do you understand? You know, you know, a little bit. So that's why I mean when I say I would have to raise them differently. Okay, makes sense. Thank you. She got me thinking. Now. All right, Jamie's is thinking. Naya, Taji, you guys got some Because when I was looking, not looking, when I was thinking about the um, dad. Hmm. I'm thinking more of differently, like... Between boy and girl? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's however you perceive it. Okay. So yeah. I'll just stick with my answer. No. Because yeah. uh, you... I mean, I, I... I I have one close brother, so I know exactly how he was raised, what he got away with, and for me, I didn't get away with a lot of stuff, so it was kind of like, oh, you can bring these girls in the house and do whatever... But once Naya gets a boyfriend, it's like, oh my gosh, it's a World War Three, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I want them to be treated as equally as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to get away with something and then the other person doesn't. Like, that's just not how life is going to go in my house. Gotcha. So, um, that's the way I was thinking about it. But I, I, Beverly, yes? Yeah, yeah Beverly. I, I, I see what she's talking about. Gotcha. I'm just thinking about the question differently, so. No, you're good. Anything else? Uh, Taj, you got anything to add or you're good? Um, I, w- I agree with both of them. Like, Beverly, I wasn't thinking in that way until you said something. Um, I get what you're trying to say with raising them differently so they can act the same. <laughs> so they can be human beings. You know, respect for each other. Yeah, yeah. Go against, you know, gender norms and stuff like that you're going to be taught this but i need you to understand this isn't necessarily true or it's right mm-hmm. so i get what you're saying on that part and naya um that's how i was thinking initially because i have a younger brother she's me and my brother and i've been told outright that my brother you know he's a boy he's going to get away with things that i can't 
from your and that kind of pissed me off we just like why (laughs) he's he's a human being i don't care if he has something else between his legs that i don't like what does that what does that mean that means absolutely nothing so like stay out late right now and you can huh your brother can stay out late right now and you can um so hmm how do i put this i can stay up well I could say it late, but <laughs> they'll be calling me more often than they'll call him. Mm-hmm. And I guess for, especially mainly for my dad, my mom is a little bit more like, you know, I'll let you go. But my dad is more like, you know, he's a boy, you know, it's different for him and he can do this, that, and the third. You're a girl, you know, you know, men are going to be after you. Da, da, da. I'm like, that's that's that got nothing to do with me personally. Mm-hmm. I can handle myself, but you don't give me the chance to handle myself because I'm a female. Mm-hmm. You expect me to be vulnerable and fragile. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking when you know they said treating genders differently. No, you both are going to get the same curfew at whatever age I gave the first one to. <laughs> you know, no, neither one of y'all can bring anybody in the house or. If I, you know, change my mind, okay, you both can, whatever the case may be, not because you're a boy, you're a girl, and, you know, stuff like, simple stuff like, oh, this is for girls, this is for boys. I don't care. Just be a good human being. Respect each other, love each other. Don't be just, uh, you know, showing your ass out in the streets. <laughs> do what you need to do to be a good human being. Um, Janice, have you come to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Beverly made me start, my mind started rambling. Uh, so I was like, am I answering this question right away? Um, but that's what I was thinking of, like how Tommy and Maya was thinking. Like, I wouldn't tell my son one thing and then tell my daughter another thing based on who they are and what their gender is. Mm-hmm. Like, it would just be awkward, like, you're just not going outside, neither one of you. Yeah. Or you're not going to get away with murder, and yeah, I'm going to let him get away with murder. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, me and I are siblings, so, you know, same brother. And I do believe that he can get away with murder if he really wanted to. Um, but, like, I don't want to put that on my children. And then I started thinking about, like, just how I am as a teacher. Like, I let the boys dress up. I let the girls play with, you know, any the trucks, the cars, like they're very open to whatever they need to in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what's probably like also had a part in why I'm answering the question the way I'm not answering it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. They hit it on the nail. Thank you for sharing. All right, next statement. Women should work in more male dominated industries, i.e. firefighting, construction, plumbing, Agreed. Oh. Beverly? She don't have an answer yet. <laughs> What's going on, Beverly? You good over there? <laughs> Agreed? Okay. It looks like everybody's unanimous. Anybody can join in on their reasoning? You said should. Obviously, always should. Mm. Now it's a matter of can mm. they. Okay. Because um, previously you asked, are men superior to women? No, they're not. But we're built differently. Yeah. Can a man carry, an example, obviously I might be exaggerating. I can't carry 50 pounds of anything. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. A man probably can. Mm-hmm. So, for example, being a firefighter, that requires a lot of um, physical strength i'm not talking about the logical part i'm talking about physicality and men have that and obviously there are women that can because there are women that are stronger than men that there is this is obvious but in generally speaking we're built differently and men tend to be physically stronger so i think that that question raises a lot of like different points because this is when we get into um misconceptions 
Mm -hmm. um, people start saying, oh, no, there aren't many um, female firefighters because um, society is prohibiting women from being firefighters because society doesn't want females to do this, society doesn't want women to do that. It's not that society, that specific example, doesn't want women to be firefighters. It's more like, just like men have limitations, we also have certain limitations. Obviously, we can work to exceed those limitations. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, there are certain things that we, it's easier for men to do than for women it's not so that perspective yes they should mm -hmm. now can they it's a whole different question yeah anybody else i agree um yeah we should be allowed to do all these things and be in those fields so it's not considered a male dominant field it's just a field mm -hmm. um but we do have our limitations phys physically so we would have to work a lot harder in certain jobs to get to the same level as a man when it comes to physical strength, yeah. like that firefighter example. Yeah. You know, these um, jobs that require you to move around a lot mm -hmm. are based off of the physique of a man. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to work twice as harder unless you have an excess of testosterone in your body, then you're good. But, you know, it depends on that field. So those more physically, physical labor type of jobs, we can do it. We just have to work twice as hard. There's no doubt about that. It doesn't matter if we want to. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Anybody else would like to share? I'll go. Um... I think women should. I do think it is going to be difficult for more women to get in these male-dominated industries. Yeah. And like I said before, I put a quote, like a little, you know, quote around it because I don't think that um, I feel like society has made them male-dominated. Like for me, I don't think army is male-dominated. I don't think it should be. Like someone can fix a faucet. It's not that serious. <laughs> like plumbing? <laughs> you know, like some of the stuff is like kind of like I don't think it's male dominated. I feel like it's just like you can do this, you can do it. Like if you have a brain, you can do it. Mm. Um, but for the firefighter thing, I think that's that's more physical. So also, I think it's just that women, even if they get in that field, they aren't going to be taken seriously. Mm. Like my mom, she worked um, for an electrical company. Like the men would say, "Oh, why are you getting on the ladder? We shouldn't make that woman do it because she can't do it." Like it's kind of like. I can get up on this ladder and fix this dang light bulb, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if it, you know what I mean. So I don't think mm -hmm. it um I don't think it should be male dominated base or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Good yeah, um I guess like as everyone was speaking and Beverly kind of framed it as there's this should, there's there's can. Um I think I was thinking mainly about like exposure. Yeah. Like, if I see male firefighters, I'm not going to want to go geared towards that, right? It's going to be more of a, oh, it's interesting to look at, but I don't think that's what I would want to be. Mm -hmm. um, or that I can be it. Um, but yeah, that's, I guess that's what I was aiming at. This whole exposure thing. It's like, I should be able to go into that field, but how can I if I have never seen anyone that looks like me or that has my same physique do it in that field. Yeah. But I think, like, can I talk? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely agree with your point about exposure. Mm -hmm. But I think the conversation is a little bit deeper than that. Okay. So, but because I, I feel like we tend to just speak about certain things, like not in a like very superficially. Yeah. There is not enough exposure, but we tend to blame, oh, it's male-dominated. Oh, it's male-dominated. Oh, it's okay, it's male-dominated, so what? So you should try to, add, like, just because there isn't a female there that looks like you doesn't mean that you should not try to do it. Mm -hmm. I think there is enough exposure, but I think that we also need to know that there are certain things that we simply cannot do. And the things that it's prohibiting 
us from having enough exposure is because of certain limits that we have. It's not necessarily because it's just male dominated. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So I think we we also need to see it's there's a fine line between understanding I simply can't do it and understanding oh no it's just because it is male dominated. Mm-hmm. Thank you for adding that. Right, we can move on to the next statement. Where three more statements in before we have to end the podcast. So don't worry about time. <laughs> So the next thing you will be, his money is my money. <laughs> Disagree? Okay, Diana. I'm a little, I'm all over. You're all over. Um, in the middle, but I'll explain later. All right, no problem. So, Naya, you disagree, but what's going on? My money is not your money? Why? What's up? I'm thinking more of like not married, not like any of that. Like mm-hmm. my money's my money, your money's not your money. Mm-hmm. Everything is separate. But if we're married, then okay, like most of the stuff is shared there. At the same time, I'm stingy about my money, so <laughs> no if my money's gonna be your money, so okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Beverly, you agreed. So you're going to take all my money? Why? Why would you do that to me, bro? I probably will. You <laughs> probably should make me write down some contracts I don't take at all. I'm kidding. I hope you don't post this. Okay. <laughs> Let me be serious. <laughs> um, I... Let me try to get my thoughts Oh, She's not you want to talk about damn, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamie. Yeah, I'm, um, I don't know. I was shaking it like this because there comes a point where it's like, like how Naya said, like, I'm really stingy about my money. Um, I don't mind giving it or like, obviously, I don't mind sharing the numbers. Like, you want to know how much I have? You can know. But doesn't mean that you don't have it all. Mm. Um, but I think it's also this point where when you do get into a relationship um, and you do want it to go towards marriage, that that conversation has to be in place, right? Like if whatever money I have, um, it's not that you can just take, 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 but you do have to have an understanding that I guess like maybe if I needed something from you mm-hmm. or if you needed something from me, that it's there, mm-hmm. right? Because I want to see you do better. You want to see me do better. And how can we do that if we're both being stingy on our money? Or like, if we want to buy a house, obviously at that point, like I'm expecting you to put the money in for that house. So I need to know your money. <laughs> um, so it's like, it depends on the moves that you're making. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I, I think Janaya made a really important point when she said, like, if you are in a relationship, like it's just boyfriend and girlfriend, it's a little bit different. Yeah. But I think that, your money is my money and my money is your money. So if my money is your money, then obviously your money is going to be my money. But if my money is not your money, then it may be, you might not want to give me your money, but I'll still, I'm so willing to take your money. So the point that I'm trying to say is that um, it's a partnership. And if, if we are both open like that, if I'm open with you with what's mine, then I will expect you to be open with what's yours as well. Mm. But it, I, I was laughing because my mom, my mom is very old school. Yeah. So she would she would say things like my mom and like my my the females in my family. It's like a really woman dominated family. They would say, Well, if I married my money, it's half mine and half his, but all his money is mine. So that's why I was laughing because women back then, like at, at least in my family, they, they didn't play with that. But that's the reason why I was laughing. But the point the point the main point that I'm trying to make is if we're both open and we both act accordingly, then I don't, obviously there will always be limits because even if we're married, once again, we're still different individuals and we still have boundaries. We still have limits. We still want to have, like we always conserve a little bit of privacy. It doesn't matter how open a relationship is, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, his money is my money. <laughs> we clip in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel that way. Yeah, I'm tired, are you ready? Oh, 
guys. Yeah, um, I agree for the most part. If we're not married, your money's your money. My money is my money because I am very stingy with my money as well. Um, but if you're willing to share, cool. If I'm willing to share, cool. Now, if we're married, there will be a joint account. But if you want to have your own personal account, that's fine because I know I will. You know, not all of my money is going in that joint account. I'm going to have my own separate thing going on. So just in case. But, you know, what you make is, that's on you. If you're willing to share, cool. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing. All right. So next statement. Men are allowed to hit women in self-defense. Yes. Yes, yes. Naya? <laughs> Beverly? <laughs> oh, okay. She looks like no. Ellen? No? She doesn't know. know. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, so the people who agreed, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll start. Okay. Um, I think I've had this conversation a lot with people. And I think... Yeah, so self-defense specifically. Yeah, self-defense. Not just out of nowhere. Yeah, not out of nowhere because she shouldn't be hitting nobody out of nowhere either. But I do believe that, um, like, if a woman is hitting a man and she does not expect him to hit back, she's lost her mind. (laughs) Because, I mean, if you're going to put your hands on someone, and you've learned this from from school age, Mm -hmm. keep your hands to yourself. If you don't want nobody to do something to you, you don't do it to them. Mm. And so in my mind, I'm like, She's and even for my kids, I'm thinking, if some if some girl is hitting you in school and you're going, ah, ah, no, no, hit her back because she's asking for it. She hit you, right? So you should hit her because that's she's trying to make pain. She's trying to cause you pain. So you cause her pain. And that's how it's going to be. But you don't hit them out of nowhere because I'm teaching you to keep your hands to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's just how it's going to go. Girls, these girls are heavy thinking that nobody's going to hit them back. Yeah, okay. Anybody else would like to add? I agree with that 100%. First of all, that's assault. <laughs> you put in jail, <laughs> okay? I, listen, if he wants to hit you back, that's on him. You hit somebody, expect to start fighting because that's assault. You know, you're disrespecting them. Or he can call the cops on you. Either way, it can go either way. So I was raised by both my parents that if they don't put your, their hands on you, you don't put your hands on them, no matter how angry you may get. And trust me, I have gotten really angry with some dudes, but I refuse to put my hands on him because I don't feel like fighting. <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> I, I don't. I think it's a respect thing. Expect to get hit. Expect to fight. If you're going to really do that, I hope you have went to the gym, worked out, and ready to throw hands. And I agree with that. If your child, you have a little son, and he getting beat up by some girl, knock her ass out. (laughs) Because she shouldn't be putting her hands on you. She's a human being. You are a human being. You're going to learn how to respect each other. Let's fight. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing. Oh my God. Now you got anything to add? Let's see. I'm just kidding. I feel like they too use, like, I don't know. No, you said self defense. Yeah. yeah. You know, because if you would have said just hit women, I would be trying it. But, um, for self-defense, I believe that, you know, if someone hits you, you want to hit them back. I don't care if you're male, woman, alien. <laughs> you hit who you are. You hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Mm. Now, if we're arguing and, like, okay, so say, for instance, I'm arguing with someone and I hit them, hit me back. <laughs> I hit you for a reason. I hit you because I'm angry. I hit you because mm-hmm. I want you to hit me back. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. If someone hits you, just hit them back. I don't care who it is. Mm. I was taught that in school. My mom taught me that. Everybody done taught me that. I don't care who it is. I'm going to hit them back. Mm. Okay. Okay. Now that I'm actually thinking, I love this question. Um, Actually, this is one of the questions that I like the most. Um, Because just like we 
criticized and just like we want women to stand up for themselves when mm-hmm. they are going through domestic violence we also need to learn to respect men mm-hmm. because we think that if we hit him let's say i slap him because i'm feeling angry um we think that it's okay and that is not okay mm-hmm. um my mom and i we have a lot of conversations and she always tells me like if you ever hit a man your partner, your boyfriend, and it hits you back. Obviously, I'm not going to like that. I'm going to be angry. But I'm also going to tell you that you were looking for that mm-hmm. because you're not his mom. Like, like, you didn't give birth to him. You need to have some a level of respect for that person. And you also have to remember that when you respect someone else, you're also respecting yourself. Because if you hit him and he hits you back, you're not going to like that. You're not going to feel good. That is going to do some damage to yourself as well. Mm-hmm. But we also need to understand that the same damage that is done to women when we are going under, when we are hit physically, it's also that when we hit men, it produces the same amount of damage. Mm-hmm. So I think that we also need to learn that men are human beings. And just like we feel bad and just like we feel sad and just like we feel depressed when we go through any sort of violence it goes the same thing for them so i think that it's not okay and if he hits you back well girl i'll teach you to not do it next time <laughs> i'll definitely thank you for that answer that was a nice one. um we can move on to the second and last statement and that is participating in sex work does not make a woman less respectable. I agree. All right. All right, since it's unanimous, anybody can join in and explain your reason. Sex work is the oldest job known in the history of the world. <laughs> um, I always talk about this with my mom, too. There's pretty much almost no difference between a house i mean like i said almost mm-hmm. no difference mm-hmm. between a housewife mm-hmm. and someone that does sex work because believe me if you are married and you tell your husband we're not gonna have sex anymore this could she's gonna be closed for like a few months he's probably gonna leave you and he's probably gonna go find someone else you understand and people that do sex work it's pretty much the same they're getting paid for what they're giving them. If you stop, because sex is a very, it's not the most important part of our relationship, but it's a very, it's, it's important. It's essential in a way. So I think that if you are doing that, you're doing it for a reason. And it's not something that takes away who you are as a person. Because once again, it's a job. And like my mom, she would always say that. She would always say the following. When a man and a woman are having sex, they're both getting like pleasure. Not one is given more than, I'm sorry, I'm probably going off topic, but I just got to say this. <laughs> they're both, <laughs> they're both um, giving each other pleasure. And it's better for you, um, let me not say it. I'm not going to say it. Let me just finish this answer right here because it's going to go off to another topic. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to be a sex worker. <laughs> I pretty much agree with her. I feel like anything that you do does not take away your character or who you are as a person. So I'm not going to judge someone because they are porn stars or, you know, whatever they're doing. I don't really care. Like, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with me, honestly. So if you judge people based on what they do, you really look in the mirror because you're probably doing worse. So. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't judge people on that. I don't know why you're doing it. You're probably doing it for survival. Maybe you're forced to do it. Mm. I'm not going to judge you on that. I'm not going to degrade you because of that. Mm. You're putting food on your table by doing that. You're not hurting someone else or trying to you know cause harm to someone else you're just trying to survive then by all means more power to you (laughs) yeah that's what i was mainly thinking i was just thinking about like people's socioeconomic status like if i had no money if 
I really needed to get something done and I didn't have the education or the knowledge to do it. Like, and I had to go into that. Like it would just be what it is because that's the hustle that I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think that makes you less of a person or less of a woman just because you're out there doing something that's not pretty or it's not likable or things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like, I mean, what if, I wanted to be a teacher and still shake my ass or get some, sell my body. Like, I don't see what's the problem. I mean, we, we, we put people in these categories of like, oh, since you're this or since you're that, you shouldn't engage in such behavior. Yeah. But it's like, what if I want to? Or like, what if I have to? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that doesn't make me less respectable. I'm still going to teach the kids the way I need to teach them. Mm. I have one question. Would you put um, like porn stars and sex workers the same box or would you say that they are different? And I'm saying this because I'm of, of Janaya's comment. Would you say that they are both the same or do you think that the, there is a difference? I think, I think they're the same. I, I think they're the same. Yeah, because I feel like, I mean, with sex work, yeah, maybe secluded, but I feel like Porn is just like sex work, but in front of a camera. Very publicized. Yeah, very publicized. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's the same. I mean, the porn industry, if you want to get deeper into that, like it may degrade its women and like escorts seem to be more protected in a way because they have more of like a archetype system. There's somebody mm -hmm. who's like leading that type of organization and they want to protect their females and stuff like that. But I feel like it's the same, maybe just different presentations, basically. Yeah. Anybody else have anything to add before we move on to the next question? No? All right, great. And so now we're on the last question. And you ladies seem to be really sensible, really respectable individuals. So I ask you this, what do you guys bring to the table? <laughs> Men are always saying that women don't bring anything to the table. They always demand that he has to have a large penis, he has to be six feet tall, he has to have six figure salary. So what do you ladies bring to the table? <laughs> um You know, I always see that question from men, but they never say what they actually want. Mm, okay. Now, a woman can bring everything that we feel like men need to the table and it still may not feel like enough for them mm -hmm. as far as experiences go and talking to different friends. Okay. But for me personally, yeah. I can say that I can bring, I'm provide emotional support because I know there's a lot of men out there that don't get enough of that. Mm. Um, they feel like they always have to act a certain way so people don't judge them or they don't feel less of a man or something like that. Mm. I can provide that emotional support or just support, period. Because I've talked to a few male friends and they feel like when they're in a relationship or they talk to females, it's always about them. And, you know, when they need support, they're never there. Mm. So I can say I bring that to the table. I can provide for myself. I can protect myself and my man if I need to be his backup, <laughs> but um, I get that they don't just want good sex. Mm. They need a partner. They may not openly say that, but <laughs> they need someone who's by their side. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm a ride or die. That's definitely a no. Because <laughs> <laughs> men will take that to the extreme. Nah. <laughs> Nah. Okay. Um, but I will be there for them because I think that's what a lot of men need the most. They need that support, someone to go to when everyone else is not around, mm -hmm. someone they can be themselves with. Because one way they're, they're one way with their boys, they're one way with their parents, and they feel like they can't be their true self. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me, I can provide that safe space mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. 
Anybody else? What do you bring to the table since you demanded so much? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Beverly, you got something to say? What's good? Um, I would say, um, yo, I didn't read that question in the ones you sent to. See, now I got to think about this. But I would say um, reliability. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say stability mm-hmm. as well. Um, there is always a little bit of crazy, I'm not going to lie, you know. Uh, <laughs> can't lie, you know. Um, but I think that balance overall, because obviously um, in a relationship you have times where you need to be serious, but also times when you want a little bit more excitement. So I think that being able to bring that balance to the table and not make the relationship so like a monotony, like everything is always like a constant. You also want to be able to, you know, oh my God, let's have some fun. Also, you know, uh, we got to work on that. I think that support, please remember, I said it, I said crazy. That's like the negative part. So I'm giving you the positive ones right now. Uh, <laughs> so I would say um, support, um, understanding that if, whether it be emotional, emotional support or um, financial support. Mm-hmm. If I love you and like we're together, I'm gonna support you as much as I can. Cool. So, you know, other things that we can't mention, but overall, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, I got some sweet answers here. What's going on? Mm, now you got anything to share? Okay. <laughs> um, I really don't know. I'm not really in relationships like that, so, but um, I guess I'm just going based off how I am. Mm-hmm. I would say my loyalty to anyone is like always, always there, no matter what. So, if I'm close to you and I like ride for you, that's it. Like that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, let me see what else. I don't really know, but like um, I think, like, that is. I guess for like, I'm very big on motivating people to do whatever they want to do. Like, if you don't want to be what your mom or dad said that you should be, you need to throw that in the garbage and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess that. Um, I'm very funny, so. <laughs> That's not bad. Funny. Some people, you know, they just. They just dry. Per- the personality not there, so you know. I- personality I bring the humor so I get to say that. Okay, okay. Thank you, Nani. Jamise, what do you bring in or what have you brought to this table? Man. <laughs> you act like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beverly. <laughs> you don't answer me the question like that. Um, you know, I was thinking about it and I was trying to figure out like what is something about myself that has like been consistent throughout, like no matter what. Yeah, and your I past think, relationships too, yeah. Huh? Like you're thinking of your past relationships. Yeah. Too. Um, and I think it's the point that like what I bring to the table is that the fact that I'll have the highest expectations for you. Like I think I see people's potential before they even believe it. Um exactly. and just as much as like they may not wanna probably do this thing or they're like nah I'll never be able to do it and I'm sitting there and I'm like no like you can do it this is what you need to do or like motivating them to get to that point because I think that people think they can always that most of the time they'll be at this like little level like there's Mm -hmm. nothing more that they can that they can even bring to the table Mm -hmm. um and I think for me like I never see anyone at a point where I'm like I expect the least from them like I hold people to like this high standard. I'm like, you better be able to do it. Um, and I think I've done it with you too. Like, that's just how I am. Like, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can uh, co-sign that she has seen potential that I didn't see. Like, I was really sure it's you. <laughs> I was uh, short-sighted in terms of like, I was just seeing all of my mistakes in front of my face. So it was just nice to have 
someone even I think even before we dated just have to have like somebody that believes in you so it was a nice chain of uh, pace basically so yeah I think um, now that you said that yeah. it reminds me to the question that you asked before like when you are with um, those being like just having a partner like makes you feel a little bit more ambitious oh, yeah. and i think like what you guys just said right now her being able to like see certain things in you and you noticing that because so it's like it's a beautiful thing it really is but now i, I need to, i want to i want to ask you something i'm taji <laughs> that's my mom yes <laughs> wait that's your mom yeah, well, oh, yeah, my mom, sorry. Um, Taji said something. Um, she said, she said, um, like, men are always, like, saying these things, but we don't know what they actually want us to bring to the table. So, I mean, you're the only man, like, in this conversation. So, from your perspective, what do you think, like, a guy is looking for in a girl? Like, what do, what do they want the girl to bring to the table? Besides sex, because, you know, sex can't hold anything, you know, besides that. From what I hear, the the main problem for men, especially with that question, is like they see that women demand all of these things, like, oh, my pockets gotta be fat, I gotta be tall, anybody under six feet is like five three. Um, like I gotta be working a six-figure salary, like they just want women to be able to reciprocate those values. To themselves they don't like answers like when women be like oh i'm the table like oh this ass is the table oh this pussy is the table like no like i want something more you know something where I, we can both use to be more productive and to build our relationship so to generally try to give you an answer i would say something you know of value not just your body you know it can be your, your smarts your intelligence your I would also say like your goals in life, what you want to do. And like, if you try to incorporate him into your success, that's also a good thing too. That means you believe in his potential to provide for you. And that can also be like another way to like make him be like, oh yeah, this is wifey material. Like, yeah, yeah, she's the one to eat. And so yes, yeah, so just basically give like the overall answer, just give, a man something to like be able to be like yes like when he's talking to his boys yeah my girl does this that and a third like I, she holds me down like she does things that where wherever i'm shortcoming as she supplements that and helps me improve in that situation and so you guys are both growing at the same time do you th i'm sorry like now i just like so many questions come to mind like do you think that um, men are more demanding now than before or do you and do you think like a lot of that has to do with like feminism and women like wanting specific things like being more vocal now than before that's a great question men being more demanding i would say so yes because i feel like <laughs> i wouldn't even say it's feminism i would say it's like the fear of being played because there's this idea of um being called a sin when you're like doing everything for a woman with like and she only gives you like a little bit of her attention but you over here giving her flowers buying her ubers all these dinner dates for nothing in return not trying to say like we de we deserve something in return but like i feel like men fear that and so like if men begin to see that all oh, women are demanding all these things. I was like, okay, so what about us? Like, I want something too. Like, Valentine's Day is not just a holiday for a woman. Like, I want to be treated well. Like, I want you to run a bath for me and like, you know, make the mood nice and then we can come home and do something special. But like, I also think that maybe feminism in a way, it might be indirect indirect influence yes women are real, realizing their agency more and more day by day and so i feel like men tend to like challenge those ideas more because women are be like okay i want this this and that and a third and then they push that back on feminism like oh because i'm a woman i deserve to have this in my life right i deserve to be pampered because i'm a woman 
And I know, like, just because you're a woman doesn't mean you deserve that. It doesn't mean you're entitled to that. You have to work towards that. And a lot, I feel like a lot of men feel like women aren't working, especially in the sense that they demand all these things, but they're not working to, you know, hold that or, like, keep that in their lives. They're just demanding it and expect it to be given to them on a golden platter, mm-hmm. basically. But yeah, thank you for that. That, that definitely made me think. Yeah. Any more questions before we graciously end this podcast? No, but I just have a thought right there. Not a thought. Right. Yeah, go ahead, Naya. I have it on social media. <laughs> you guys watched, like, B. Simone, and she said that a lot of women demand a lot of stuff from men, but we don't even have those same qualities. So, like, yeah. women, um, they can say they want someone with uh, six figures, and they mm-hmm. just want still working minimum wage so how can you expect that out of someone and you're not even up to that same standard so mm-hmm. I just, um, it's just funny how a lot of people demand stuff out of people that they can't even if you're not even 411 why are you why do you want someone to <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because some of this stuff is just kind of ridiculous because why would you just i don't know I feel like with those criteria, you're missing out on the other people that could have given you the best mm-hmm. experience ever. So you're seeking something else that's not even going to give you anything. Definitely. Definitely. Stop chasing stuff that doesn't belong to you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Thank you, guys. All right. If you guys have nothing else to add, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for taking two hours out of your day and joining us in this nice conversation. Um, you can catch us on Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on Red Circle. So like, <laughs> there's no excuse. <laughs> we're everywhere. 